Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to ignite your life to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Happy 2016. I love New Year's. As those of you who have been listening to me for a while know, oh, my goodness, New Year's resolution is my favorite time of year. And I can't wait to help you, inspire you a little bit to keep going with your New Year's resolution. So let me start by saying, um, introducing myself. Um, I know I just had my intro, but I just wanted to say a few words for those of you who are new to following me. Um, I am a life coach and a yoga educator and essential oil aficionado. I am a transformational coach. My goal for you is nothing less than extraordinary. I mean, simply magnificent living. That is what we are all here to do. And when we're doing that, we are serving the world. We are living our purpose. We are living up to our capabilities. And we will be incredibly satisfied with our lives on top of all of that. And I've been doing life coaching and yoga for over 25 years, and probably about 10 years ago, I started to bring them together, maybe it's 15 now, because I realized life coaching is great, but we go through our minds with life coaching, right? We we set goals, we get excited about our goals, we set our action steps, but our minds also stop us. It creates sabotage, our limiting beliefs can stop us, and our minds are so limited But if we begin to physically embody through yoga what it is that we want to create in our life, shifts begin to happen faster. And about, oh, I don't know what, two, three years ago, I began to introduce oils into my own practice, and the shift began to happen faster. Essential oils begin to shift the cellular messages that you have in your body. So it's incredibly powerful. It's like a three-pronged attack, if you will, on your life to step into your powerful, magnificent, extraordinary life. So let's not shift to New Year's resolutions. I love New Year's resolutions. So many people don't do them. It just makes me so sad. So many people, one, are, are, are feeling life is good enough. You know, oh, it's good enough. Um, or New Year's resolutions don't work. And why bother? But, y'all, when you do them well, when you set them from your heart and you can um, – um, check out my radio show right before Christmas. I did New Year's resolutions from the heart to inspire you a little bit. When it comes from a really positive place, New Year's resolutions are incredibly powerful. You are 10 times more likely to achieve a goal when you set it at New Year's. How's that? 10 times more likely. Huge. Okay. So today's focus is how do you stay inspired? We're already at January 6th. Have any of your New Year's resolutions already fallen by the wayside? I don't even know what the statistic is. I think it's 80% are gone by, this, by week two in January, that they've, you've already lost the momentum. I'm here to help you keep that momentum going. So on today's show, I want to go through five tips for staying inspired around your New Year's resolutions. And I have quite a bit to cover, so ready, steady, go. The first one is do not expect perfection. Oh, my word. I have been coaching for 25 years. 
hundreds of clients. My husband even says I'm probably at thousands by now, maybe. Hundreds, if not thousands of clients. I think the number one thing that throws people from achieving their goals is expecting black and white perfection. You're either on a diet or you're off a diet. And any single action means you're off. You've fallen off the wagon. Oh, my goodness, that is a statement that just drives me crazy. I think, seriously, people, we're human. We're here having a human experience. Perfection is not what we're going for. Life is all about the gray. So if losing weight, we'll use that as an example because so many of us can resonate with it. If losing weight is your goal and you have a day where you don't eat the way you want to eat or you don't exercise, you don't do what you do, oh, well, tomorrow's a new day. In fact, the next five minutes is a new set of five minutes. And you can make a different choice. And to not get stuck in that judgment, that frustration, oh, my word, this is a whole separate radio show to talk about it. If you ate chocolate cake, I am telling you right now, it's the judgment around eating the chocolate cake that's going to harm you more than the calories, the fat content, etc. Trust me. Trust me. Instead, it's like, hmm, I really enjoyed that chocolate cake, and now... I am going to make sure tomorrow I drink lots of water and have an extra vegetable during the day, and I'm really going to get up and exercise. The judgment can throw you off for days, weeks, months, years. Oh, I'm just not good enough. It's not going to happen. Oh, caca. It is. Just keep going. Life is all about the gray. Do not expect perfection. It's not black and white, and you don't have to wait till Monday or the first of the month, or the first of the year, to start again. Stand up, dust yourself off, and decide. If I were given this choice again, would I do this? Seriously, if you enjoyed every bite of that chocolate cake, i say, oh, heavens to that's a yes. There, life is not worth living without chocolate cake in it. I'm just saying. You know, or if you say, no, you know what, I would have made a different decision. Decide what you would do next time. What will you do next time? What thought will you have? What will help you not eat the chocolate cake? Learn from it and then move on, okay? Number one, do not expect perfection. Life is not black and white. Number two, second tip. This is especially true if you haven't gotten started yet, if you haven't quite, you haven't taken that first step for your New Year's resolutions. You need to make the first step super easy. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so often that first step, we, our minds make it so huge that it's, it's our sabotage. It's our way of sabotaging ourselves. Well, I can't do it today. I don't have time to do that today. Well, I, don't, I can't get to that today. Oh, boy, I slept in, so now I can't do it. Make it smaller. Make it so small. I mean, seriously, it could take you 30 seconds to achieve whatever it is. But that 30 seconds is going to be a shift for your brain that says, uh-uh, I'm serious. That 30 seconds will also give you a little surge of energy so that the next time, the next day, you're going to have a little more energy to do something that's a minute long and then two minutes and then three minutes. You see where I'm going? Make sure that first step is totally doable. If it's a phone call you need to make and you're really hesitating with that phone call, find the phone number. That's your first step. Go to some place where you can see it so you're thinking about it. Don't let it fall away. Okay, so number two is make the first step uber easy. Number three, expect things to be brighter on the other side. 
Okay. So I've experienced a lot of change in my own life. I, I absolutely live all the precepts that I teach. I have gone through many a consciousness shift, many a conscious change, you know, whether it's I mean, from losing weight to exercising more to even bigger goals. And I know that while the getting started is changing a momentum, that getting started is a little tricky. It always feels better on the other side. So I always know it's worth it. Now, if you haven't made a lot of conscious changes in your life, if you haven't stepped into this kind of action, this is one of your first ones, you may not know that, and you're just going to have to trust me. The beauty of it is not only on the other side does it feel good, I mean, it raises your self-esteem, right? You start doing something for yourself, you're going to feel really good. But not only is it going to feel better on the other side, it feels better in the process as well. Okay, so think about it this way. As you're going along, everything you do is going to give you that surge of energy. Now, the way I like to, analogy I like to share with this is imagine you've you've got a whole bunch of clutter. We've all been there, right? At some point in your life, there's some clutter in our house and around our house. And it can feel like overwhelming. I have no idea where to begin. I had a girlfriend who, who was a personal organizer, a really good one, and one of the things in her toolkit, one of her, her um, tools in her toolkit was actually a paper towel roll. And when people would be really overwhelmed with their clutter, she would say, look through the paper towel roll, and whatever it is you see in there, we'll clean that up. And that's it. So they looked through it, and they would find, you know, this tiny pocket of area in their house that they would clean. And that would give them energy so they could do a little bit more, a little bit more. I mean, think about it. If you have a ton of, a ton, a huge mess and you clean out a drawer, don't you feel better? You absolutely do. And then you have the energy to do a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So that's when you're expecting things to be right on the other side and to realize it's really just the getting going. And once you get the momentum started, you start feeling really good about yourself. This is about shifting your self-esteem. It's about letting go of fears, letting go of, a doubt about yourself and stepping into a stronger space, a stronger representation of you, more authenticity. Awesome, huh? All right, tip number four, prioritize self-care. Okay, what is self-care? This is all the stuff you do that helps you replenish your energy. And it's different for everybody, although there are definitely similarities. This can include, well, definitely includes eating well, drinking a lot of water. I guarantee that's a physical need. Uh, if you're not drinking enough water, you will deplete your energy. If you're eating um, junk foods and not nourishing foods, you're depleting your energy. It also means hanging out with people who fill you up, not ones that deplete you. <coughs> Excuse me. Exercising. Um, taking baths if you enjoy that, reading things that inspire you, surrounding yourself with things that give you energy, not take your energy. So pay attention. Begin to pay attention. As you are creating change in your life, it takes energy. It takes a little oomph to get you going. It's kind of like getting on a bike. You know, that those initial first pedals are pretty tough, but as you get your momentum going, it gets easier and easier and easier. Well, in order to get that going, that pump going, you need an extra surge of energy. You have to get through that inertia of your life. Life as it is, your status quo, so to speak, you need to overcome that inertia, okay? So 
um, that's where self-care comes in. You might need a little bit more sleep. You might even wonder, why am I so tired? You're tired because you're overcoming the inertia. It takes a surge of energy to do that. So be conscious. Be mindful of your self-care. I encourage my clients to do something daily. I call the daily, weekly, monthly, annually. So actually, I think I have a radio show on extreme self-care. So you can go look for that, and I'll talk about it a little bit more. For now, let me just say that I, I make them commit to daily, something daily to fill themselves up. And seriously, if y'all are thinking, oh, I can't add one more thing to my life, Laura, my life is so, so, so busy. It doesn't have to actually add any time to your life. One of the things I do, super simple, when I need to fill myself up a little bit, is I light a candle in the bathroom when I'm taking a shower. I'm going to take a shower anyway, but that lighting the candle for me, and actually I put my diffuser in there and I use my essential oils when I'm showering too, Again, doesn't take any more time to do it, and I have to shower anyway, but that fills me up. It's like a little spa experience. It's so calming. It's so calming for me. Maybe I play a little Pandora. They have spa radio on Pandora, so I might play that too. It's just absolutely lovely. And then just keep it going as I put on my makeup and get myself dressed and everything. Um, but do something daily. Weekly, Do take a little more time to do something extra special on a weekly basis. Now, as a yoga teacher, I always encourage people to do a yoga, go to a yoga class. Your yoga is so much more powerful when you're in a class than when you're doing it home by yourself. Or maybe you go to a chiropractor. Or um, maybe you go for a walk in a beautiful place where maybe you need to drive to get there. So plan a little bit extra. On a monthly basis, I encourage retreat days. Retreat days are days that you take off. Now, it could just be an afternoon if that's all you feel you can take, but it's a little bit more that you can do for yourself. Maybe you get a massage or a pedicure, or maybe you cook if you love to cook, or you don't cook if you don't love to cook, and you do things, you um, um, eat takeout, and you don't wash dishes. You do things that fill you up. What I often do on those days is I do restorative yoga, and I take baths, And sometimes I curl up in bed and watch two movies in a row. It's lovely. That just feels so decadent to me. I also love to go out to lunch all by myself and read a book. I I just, as a mom with two, well, they're getting older, but as a mom when my kids were younger, that felt so decadent. And that's what your retreat day is supposed to be. It's supposed to be decadent, whatever that means for you. All right, and then annually is, you know, taking a weekend to yourself a little bit more, getting away somehow, some way, so you can really take a moment to reflect on your life. Is it where you want to be? So bringing it back to New Year's resolutions, realizing that you need to build that strength up. You need to bring your, angel, your, your energy up so that you can step into the space of making the changes you need to make. All right. Tip number five, last one. Oh, I'm doing really well with time. Tip number five, keep your eye on the prize. This is crucial. Often New Year's resolutions, this is one of the steps in New Year's resolutions from the heart, setting your New Year's resolutions, they come from a place of frustration, annoyance, unhappiness, dissatisfaction. And you need to focus on where you're going, not where you've been. Okay, when you focus on being unhappy, this isn't good enough, I'm frustrated, I'm annoyed, guess what? 
Your mind doesn't want to be there. Who wants to be there? Really, this is awful. Your mind wants to be in a positive, lovely place. So you focus on why you're doing this. I'm so excited for the energy and vibrancy I get when I am my ideal weight, when I'm fit and fabulous. Create a vision board. Vision boards are really powerful. They are not just new agey frop. It's, it's really powerful. Um, mine is hung at the end of my bed, so I see it first thing in the morning and last thing before I go to bed. It is powerful. Okay, that's it. Those are your five tips. Let me go through them really quickly again. So you've got your New Year's resolution, whatever that is. Step one, do not expect perfection. Life is all about the gray, baby. Number two, make your first step easy, bite-sized. Number three, expect things to be brighter on the other side. And in fact, <coughs> excuse me, expect things to be brighter as you go along. No, you're going to feel good. It feels so damn good to start making changes in your life. It really does. It's empowering. Number four, practice self-care. Give yourself the energy it's going to take to get that bite going. Number five, stay focused on the prize. Eyes on the prize, people. Remember where you're going. That's what you want to focus on, not where you've been, but where you're headed. All right, I think I've covered everything. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to my podcast. I do shows fairly regularly about every week. Um, I'm going to be stepping into a series on failure and resistance. Um, if that's anything that's a concern for you, be sure you you join me in the next few weeks because I'll be doing some shows around that. But you can, if you do a search on iTunes for Muse Laura M U S E L A U R A, um, my show will pop up. You can also follow me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Luntz. Like my page, follow me on Periscope. I Periscope pretty much daily. Um, and my Periscope handle is at MuseLaura. Finally, check my website, MuseLaura.com. And you can follow me there. And um, I post a couple times a week and, and also send up for my email because I do, I send out a Monday morning musing every, most, most Monday mornings. Something that helps you go, hmm, and think a little bit out of your box. I also share a feel-good moment link, 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 link. <laughs> easy for me to say. Good thing I don't talk for a living. Um, feel-good moment link on the, in the Monday Morning Musing, and that is a short little video for you to listen to um, to help you feel good. It's always under five minutes, and I'm telling you, you feel the shift in your energy and in your mood. It's powerful. If you go to my blog, that's at muselaura.com, and you click on the feel-good moments, all of them come up for you. And you can just go through them one after the other. I know people who do that are having a bad day, and it can shift powerfully in the moment just by doing that. So that is my gift to you. And thank you for joining me. It has been simply a pleasure sharing this with you, and I look forward to hearing more from you. Um, if you do want to contact me, uh, do so through my Facebook page. I do. I am very active on that, and I do respond pretty quickly. So have a simply delightful day. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life.